0: This time on the Rolling with New York Mike podcast. With all this going on, the Dems are playing rope-a-dope. Just take a look at it. While the Republicans voted for the the bullshit infrastructure bill that had less than 10% infrastructure in that bill, a trillion, 200 billion. And 10% was about the infrastructure. And now they just went and passed... The chip bill. And and on top of that, boom, here comes the eight hundred and fifty billion Green News scam. Yeah, that's that's what where's the Republican leadership? Trousers and motorcycle boots And a black leather jacket with his name on the back He does a patriotic podcast called Roll Right Radio His name is New York Mike And welcome to the show Hi, and welcome to the podcast This is the first Rolling with New York Mike Yeah, we, um, we, you know, I like, I like the feeling of rolling That's, that's, that's what I love doing And, And like I said I think I, you know, in the last few podcasts, that I, I'm—I don't want to make it all oh, just politics, but that's what it is. Even though, as much as as much as I love writing, as as much, much as I can, I can say that that's how I roll, <laughs> and it is, and I, and I keep on expressing to you and trying to. You know, make everybody understand, look, you don't have to be as obsessed with politics as I am. I know I am. But I, I think it's important that people understand where politics fits in our life. It means so much. It, it, it's way beyond, you know, your taxes and, you know, these, these Green New Deals and, and open borders and crime in the streets. You just got to open your eyes and look around and say, yeah, your life. Each of us individually, you're like waking up in the morning. You know whatever you're going to do that day, earning a living, moving forward. I know some of, most of you realize you understand, maybe even to a better degree than I do. You got to put all this stuff on the side and focus on how you move forward, you move forward and and straight ahead with your life. I get that. I really, really do. I I just once in a while tune into Rolling with New York Mike. And, and just hopefully I can, I can just put out there something that, you know, gives us a, a, an understanding about some issues that maybe you haven't thought about, some things that we should be focused on, and some of the reasons why we should be focused on these. If we have to make time, just something during the day, every day, and, and just make sure that we do something a little bit each day towards understanding what the next election is all about. Because I, you know, keep on hearing from, you know, from, from the conservatives, from the Republicans, oh, yeah, November, we got this, we got this. I would, don't take anything for granted, for crying out loud. You know, yeah, I want a red wave. I really do. I want what's best for this country. And right now, anything that, that overcomes what this Biden administration has done to this country in the last 2 years is the best thing for America right now. But but I I, I want to point out a couple of things. Number 1, I'm getting ready to leave. So, you know, I'm doing this podcast. I'm hoping to do one more this week before I leave and I'm getting on the road early Friday. Um meeting Robert up in Utah Friday night and uh we're going to we're going to hit uh we're going to hit the road hard, man. And uh and, and get to Sturgis early on Sunday. Well, I don't know about it early, but <laughs> I, I guess a lot. You know, when you're riding, you know, so much depends on the weather, and uh, you know we've been we've been through a lot of it. I don't want to say we've been through it all, <laughs> because that that invites a little, just a little bit more <laughs> from from the weather gods. You <laughs> know, like oh yeah, you think so, Mike? Huh? So no, I don't want to say that, but but like. I do want to say as I'm leaving for Sturgis, you know, I'm still, I'm getting ready. I've got a lot to do. Got a lot of stuff to get cleaned up and, you know, so I can be away. Uh, But still, still watching the news and trying to keep up with, you know, keeping up to date with things that are moving so fast. I can't remember a time. Look, I've, I've been through it and I talk about it a lot. You know back in back in the day it was you know when, when things were worse and they were better they were this they were that it, it, it yeah I, I can say they are, they're all the same but one thing that has changed for sure the speed the tempo of everything and so much of that is you know because of the news we get to see it almost immediately it's everything's in the fishbowl and so if you want to see Watch politics. You know they say you don't want to see sausage or politics made, <laughs> but we do, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and seeing, seeing the politics made, getting a little bit more understanding of, you know what it is, what it takes, how it works. It's it's not a bad thing. It it's, sometimes it's an ugly thing, you know. It, it's not pretty. That's for sure. But we are getting a uh, much better insight. As as a you know as a as a nation, we we're, we're getting to see this stuff all over, all over the news, everywhere we go, any place that we want to see it. There's so many stations, TV, and um, you know whatever the the stream is and all that that are focused on our politicians. There's almost no excuse to. Um, to, to say I, I don't know what's going on it, 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 there is none and it, it's it's not about the party but I, I don't know it, it's it's getting much harder because as quickly as it as it's going and, and as you know as exposed as it all is you know there's so much transparency there's so much sunlight everywhere and yet at the same time, It's they seem to be able to trick us and fool us, from rigged elections to the deceptions that they just throw in our face. I mean, it's so it's more difficult to discern truth from fiction every minute. Are we in a recession or not? Is it a recession only when the president says it's a recession? I mean, they've always said two consecutive. Bad quarters. When you you know two consecutive losing quarters defines a, a recession. That's according to all these economists, left and right, Democrat, Republican, just economists. Okay, and we've hit that. So we've also at the same time hit this killer inflation, and now rising interest rates, shoot for the food shortages. Additional, additionally. The supply chain issues, you know, that we've been dealing with for over a year. Well, we've had the inflation for over a year as well. But the administration's in denial. They're saying, no, we're not We're not in the recession. I, I mean, are they, are they just lying? Distorting the facts? Changing the rules? And, and what are the Republicans doing? I mean, do they... Do the, do, does this administration, do the Dems, really believe what they're saying? Or are, are they just... You know, for, for whatever reason, trying to make us feel better. We want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, no, we don't. We don't want to. We don't want the country. You know, to, to feel that bad. We'll, we'll come out of this. Yeah, they they, they know better. Why don't they prepare us? Give us the truth. We could face it. We could deal with it, and we'd have more respect for them. You know, what, what again? Where are the Republicans? Yes, I hear them. You know, they're saying oh, we're in a recession, you know, th- th- that's that's what's going on. Yes, they are. And they, they you know, they, but but showing up on M- F- 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 FNC, Fox News isn't enough and talking about taking back Congress in November. Not only isn't enough in my opinion, it's too much. Too much reliance on an, an electorate that's being lied to and led down a primrose path. By a mainstream media that loves the whole Democrat agenda, from open borders to higher taxes and more spending. Yeah, you don't believe it? They do. You and I, most probably, I believe. <laughs> you, you and I think open borders are terrible. Higher taxes are the worst thing. You know, more spending and and this, you know, green, green New Deal, you know, whatever you want to call it. All the global warming hype promoting it, including the, the the war on fossil fuels, a disastrous foreign policy that now includes obediently taking our policy cues from China's CCP. Yeah, the Chinese Communist Party. While the world watches as as Nancy Pelosi decides whether to stop in Taiwan on her Asian tour, you know, or, or whether to take... To, to take her, you know, take heed, in what President Xi's, you know, his his instructions, you know, and his threats, that if we play with fire, we'll be burned. Those are his words, uh, you know, in in the phone call that he had with 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 Biden a few days ago, two hours and seventeen minutes. I'm not going to get into all all the calls, what Biden said the calls were versus what. You know, President Xi of China said the calls were different stories from both sides. I, normally I'd say, well, of course our side is telling the truth. I, I, I got to tell you, just the fact that we could doubt that is horrible. We, I, I, you know, our timid, just our timid response, because I do, I mean, clearly they said, Going to Taiwan is playing with fire, and if we play with fire, we're going to get burned. Are you kidding me? Our timid response to these verbal threats are already making us look weak and placing us lower on the totem pole than we've ever been. And again, what are the Republicans doing? Hearing lots from Pompeo and Gingrich and some members of Congress. But if this was Trump... The left would be going crazy. There'd be a sense of urgency that Trump is about to start World War III. We see the Biden tapes and the FBI compliance in this cover-up only rivaled by the FBI's cover-up of Russiagate and what is now being seen as the FBI role in January 6th. And the Republicans seem to just patiently await the election in November. Okay, not quite. They, they they do appear again regularly on Fox News and I guess a few other places. And and, and of course they let Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity do their dirty work and Gutfeld poke fun with his Tyrus, Timf and Guests. Comedy hour. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love that. But where is the serious politics? As the world burns including the USA, where is our sense of urgency? You know, the urgency that parents seem to be, you know, they seem to be shaken up as COVID school lockdowns have exposed the brainwashing in our schools and for their, for their kids, the littlest kids, kindergarten, first, second, third, grades, from from gender choice to CRT to climate bullshit and fear-mongering, and their only choice is to elect Republicans, but if the Republicans can't create a sense of urgency around all of this, we need more than just the parents. We need everybody. We need the Democrats, the independents. They have to get a sense of how urgent this is. The the Dems um, the, the problem is, with all this going on, the Dems are playing rope-a-dope. Well, yeah, yeah, just take a look at it. While the Republicans voted for the, the bullshit infrastructure bill that had less than 10 percent infrastructure in that bill, a trillion, 200 billion. Now you can't, and 10 percent was about the infrastructure. And now they just went and passed the chip bill. And and on top of that, boom, here comes the eight hundred and fifty billion green news scam. Yeah, that's that's what, where's the Republican leadership? I'm I keep on saying this McConnell and and McCarthy don't have anybody with a muck in front of the game because it isn't MC Mac, it's MC Mock, it's it's mock leadership. If we are if we Republicans are allowing this much spending in a in a, in a inflationary environment when most of the money isn't going to Anything, where they say it's going to, you can't believe them. Less than ten percent of the infrastructure bill is going to infrastructure. How much of the chip bill is going to chips? And and why isn't that being done by industry? Why aren't we giving industry more incentive to create those chips? We're not. We don't create chips. We don't create anything as a government except supposedly safety for our citizens. So. They're playing rope a dope, and they're sucking us in to pass their legislation. Oh wait a minute! Until they finally hit a wall at the Pact Act, duh. Where was the PR? Yes, I I, I understand. I do. I understand why there was a flaw in the Pact Act, which, by the way, was passed. I think it was June sixteenth in 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 the Senate. I think it was passed, and then. It had to go back to the house to for some housekeeping stuff because they they found some you know, it was uh Senator to Pat Toomey, Pennsylvania, who's by the way, not running again, but nonetheless, he found four hundred billion dollars in the PACT Act that had nothing to do with the PACT Act. So where was the PR leading up to a to a no vote on a needed bill? They knew that this was popular. They've been working on this for decades. Where was the public relations leading up? The, 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 this totally popular with every vet, every Republican and Democrat, and truly needed to take care of thousands who are suffering because of burn pit. But Pat Toomey saw the Dems added $400 billion in discretionary funding and is trying to fix it. Meanwhile, thanks to John Stewart, this little glitch is giving billions worth of PR to the left. You know, I met and spoke to John Stewart at at the are Rolling to Remember, where he did an excellent job of promoting this bill. He did. You know, although I was skeptical of a Democrat, you know, he's a Democrat, he's a lefty, but he was advocating for us. And I was skeptical of that Democrat advocating for veteran, you know, even though he had to get him a lefty, uh, but he did really did a great job for the 9-11 families a few years back in passing that bill to extend their benefits. But as I spoke to him for about 15, 20 minutes, even as skeptical as I was, I was convinced. Nice guy. Good guy. I, he convinced me his motives were pure. But, like they say, fool me once. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? I mean, he was there two days. He was down on that stage. He advocated for that PACT Act. He did. Of course, he was preaching to the choir, literally. But that's okay. It was great that he was there and, and gave us that hope, that feeling of hope, and, and inspired many you know, to write their Congress members and to get involved and to do stuff and to feel a sense of purpose. And they, and he did a great job of that. But you know what? Who knew the first chance he got to pin the tail on the elephant, he would go at it with a passion and the oratory skills of Daniel Webster that totally belies any neutral or pure veteran advocacy gold he professed or even he might have believed. Oh my God! He ripped Ted Cruz a new one. He did. He, if if you haven't seen him going after Ted Cruz, and, and by the way, but you got to watch it. You know, he he picked at Ted Cruz's, you know, his his testimony. He took it apart, and you know, played a little part, then gave his response, <laughs> and and then stopped. So we don't know what you know, the the, the total context. That he, he put tattoos in the context he wanted them in. Okay? And then he demonized Republicans in ways that probably made Chuck Schumer blush. Okay? Of course, Toomey is running again, so Oz is stuck with that bag while the rest of the crew is just sitting there with their mouths open and their pants down. What should they do? Take them on, damn it. That's what I would do. Take them on. Get out there. I mean, this Stewart—he's on f- f- everywhere. He's on Fox. So if if you see him on Fox, you know he's on CNN, MSNBC, and the rest of the mess. Okay, where was Stewart though? Take him on. Where was he for vets when we needed to lower the rules of engagement to to, to loosen the rules of engagement? Okay, I remember when Trump was running for president, and I, and I said, listen, if you if he does one thing, if he just gets rid of the handcuffs that keep us from winning this war just get rid of the damn rules of engagement I, i i said that would be worth having trump elected right there okay it's a big deal he wasn't advocating for us then okay where where was john stewart when our military was so depleted that we didn't have enough ammo to fight a war and our weapons were so beat up and antiquated we couldn't use the ammo we had. We needed night vision. That's our big edge. One of our big edges. We needed night vision. Better training, better recruiting, and better retention. And where was John Stewart sticking up for our military then? And boy, did he cover his tracks with his Ted Cruz rant. If you, you have to listen to the, the little guy you know, say things like, you know, when he's ranting about Cruz like, yeah, oh Ted Cruz talks a good game, but we we need to take care of our troops, not with better weapons or tanks or and all that stuff. Just the PACT Act. Like, you know, we, we of, of course we need the PACT Act. We we need a whole revised VA, okay? A whole revised veterans administration. But dare I say it? Trump rebuilt our Department of Defense, and went a long way towards fixing the VA. But let me not invoke that name, so reviled, but who did so much. Let's just let let, let Joni Ernst and Dan Sullivan, Joni Ernst, who's a colonel in the Army, and Dan Sullivan, our, our, Joni Ernst is a senator from Iowa, Dan Sullivan's our senator from Alaska, And he's a reserve general. Let them rebuke the well-meaning Mr. Stewart. He's using us to further his political agenda and his Mm. left-wing credibility and to revive his career on the backs of us, soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines who got sent to war without asking for celebrity help when we were being crushed at home, called baby killers and worse, we went to war with the army we had. Always grateful, by the way, for celebrities who came on the USO tours and back in World War II, who were selling saving bonds for, to pay for the guns and ammo that we needed to survive. That, that Stuart and his lefty friends think take second place to the, to the after-action benefits. Yeah, I, I, they do. They, he seems to be making the case that having Amazon ammunition, and, and 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 having a military that's prepared and well armed, the tanks and the and the, and the and the and the and the jets and the bombers and the I mean everything else that we need. Oh, but that takes second place. The after-action benefits. No, I want my benefits. I want everybody to have their benefits. I especially want the benefits that we need. From you know being exposed to things like Agent Orange and burn pits, and and all the rest of it, first give us the weapons we need, then the benefits we deserve, and which the Republicans always fought for. How many of the 535 members of Congress are vets? How many Democrats? How many Republicans? You know, I'm I'm not going to try to shut down John Stewart. I'll say thanks to John for your well-meaning help. Okay. I mean, I, I know that when John Stewart spoke at the, at the, the rolling, rolling to Remember rally, okay, not only did he go there and advocate, yeah, we got to have it, yeah, he had his facts down. He knew. He had, he, he really knew. He, he has spent a lot of time, seriously, a lot of time trying to understand this issue and has been advocating for us. On this issue for a long time, so John, now try to understand the facts if you if, 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 that what we need if you want to advocate for veterans and and in our name you know and 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 really do a job for veterans, be there for us, be there for us all the time, and we don't need you to beat up the Democrats or the Republicans an advocate advocates he doesn't come in there as a politician and and like the politicians are beating each other up okay but if you want to be a politician run for office maybe then you can advocate for the border patrol too the crisis at the border okay burn pits are bad really bad fentanyl is worse human trafficking trafficking is horrible Military morale is so low, recruiting is suffering, as is the situation with all the other first responders like police departments nationwide. We're in the middle of a crime spree that's terrorizing citizens, destroying the infrastructure of law and order that's so essential to a a civil society. You know, John, you've got a lot of skills, man. You get up there, but... We, we don't need you to go there and politicize things. That's not the way to handle this. Let me just point something out about what's going on in this country with this divide. That, by the way, you're heading to. We all agree, okay? Understand this. We all agree that essential to having a civil society, we agree to stop at red lights Drive on the right side of the road. When, when someone doesn't follow these rules, they're punished in a, in a manner that, that convinces all of us to follow the rules so we can lie on virtually all drivers, Yeah, 90, some 99% of drivers, to follow the rules. Imagine the chaos if a significant percentage of drivers decided to run amok. If red light and stop sign violations were no longer ticketable. Or if speeding tickets weren't given under 20 miles an hour over posted limits because we couldn't recruit enough cops to monitor these rules nationwide, so we had to lower standards. You get the idea, John. The standards that have been lowered on crime are affecting the prevention of crime, which is which is beginning to to erode our confidence in our government's ability to keep us safe so we can live our lives and conduct our businesses without the constant fear of being assaulted, robbed, or worse. Okay? And can we depend on the approaching car not going through the red light that keeps us safe only because we all agree to follow the rules? Yes, John. Don't stop because... There's things we don't agree on. I don't have a problem. There are things we don't agree on. So run for office. You're a great advocate. But when you became an advocate for Democrats, don't pretend it's only about one issue and you, and you spend more time bashing Republicans than trying to bring the two sides together as an honest broker would, which makes you totally disingenuous at best, or worse, a user of wounded and damaged soldiers and veterans to further your left-wing politics and the Democrat Party. Bashing Republicans will not advance the, the PACT Act. Bringing the two sides together will. Understanding what the impediment is will. There's $400 billion that Republicans claim was thrown into the bill that has nothing to do with the goals of the PACT Act. Yeah, I get it. You you only advocate for the Democrats, saying it's because the $400 billion is called discretionary, and all funds are discretionary, or something like that, and you call the republicans vile names you call them and you call them vile names you call them full of shit there's no reason to do that if the goal if the goal is passing the pact act there is none no reason to call anybody names we're all trying to get this goal only if your goal is political to hurt the republicans and help the democrats I keep on focusing on Senator Jenny, J- Joni Ernst, and, and Senator Dan Sullivan, active members of our military as well as Republican senators. But there are more. These, these Republicans are major advocates for our military, and your rhetoric is damaging these good senators who are honest in their pursuit of policies to benefit our troops. Please, stop your partisan attacks, and especially don't do it in my name. Don't use my military service to my country, my exposure to Agent Orange, more importantly, my exposure to enemy weapons, than my exposure to a hostile nation of left-wingers and Democrats, not allowing me to return to a normal civilian life without the constant condemnation for my service. Now you not only claim to represent our best interests, but you're using our service, our exposure to all the horrors of war, including burn pits, to advance your left-wing politics and your career. You know what I call that? I call that stolen valor. Yeah, maybe you should own up to the facts or just sit down, okay? If you can't just advocate for us, okay, without using us to to, to to further the benefits of the Democrats, you're using this issue to deepen the divide in, in America and continuing what's eating away at the fabric, the very cloth that holds us together, the invisible bond of agreement. The same one, the same one that gives us confidence that that car coming at us is not going to cross over the double line and run into us, that that car isn't going to, you know, turn left on the red light, okay? That invisible bond of agreement that's being balled up into a fist so we beat each other to our enemy's delight. Let's focus on what's right. I don't like the Dems Green News scam, but I don't call Dems the names you call patriotic Republicans. Advocate for us. Don't use us. We will get this bill passed. We've been working on it for decades. Stop creating chaos. Chaos out of disagreement. The consequences of bad blood can be devastating to a family. Disagreements are fine. Divorce is not... Where we want to go, so I I, I I needed to get that out now before I get on the road because it's been all over. It's probably going to come up early this week. I want people to understand. I don't know if if John Stewart understands what he's doing, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I I, I saw. In in my when I looked at the Twitter, and I saw under John Stewart's rant in the Twitter, on on the uh, comments, I think there was probably more comments that echoed in one way or another, and a lot shorter, <laughs> just a line or so, um, that echoed everything I just said, that you know, it, it totally saw through this facade, but I, it it just. I needed to not just get that off my chest. I think it's so important that we. I, I, you know, I belong to the VFW. I belong to the American Legion. I belong to AMVETS, and I love the AMVETS. I've talked about the AMVETS so much in the last couple of years. Them picking up the, you know, picking up the the baton and 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 running with it to bring Rolling Thunder to Washington every single year, and they've done a magnificent job, including. Including bringing John Stewart to Rolling to remember this year, I, I did a very impressive job. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bash him and take that away. But don't 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 use us. To, you crossed the line, John. And I just want to make sure that I say what has to be said to make everybody aware. Let's be careful. Let's make sure that the next time that we have a, an advocate. For, for each either side. That we don't let it turn into... You know, they talk about cleaning the swamp. Cleaning the swamp. Cleaning the sewer. Let's not... Let's not as veterans... Let's not d- d- go down to that level. Whatever Whatever's down there in that swamp, we want it cleaned up. But let's not join in it. Because d- using one of our issues, and I don't care what it is, believe me. Honestly, I felt much more passionate about rules of engagement. I remember in Vietnam, we had rules of engagement, and I don't think it was nearly as bad as as our troops have lived through in Iraq and Afghanistan. They had to ask permission. You know, August 6th is the, I, I think it's the 11th, was it 11th? Yeah, I think it was, the, it was 2011. It's the 11th anniversary on August 6th of extortion 17. That's a, an American helicopter in Afghanistan that was shut down. I think August 6th is also the date that, uh, anyway, it, it was, that's a horrible date. And Mark Allen Lee was also killed on that day, another Navy SEAL. Um, whose mom is a friend of mine, who does an awesome job raising money, doing things for America's mighty warriors. That's her her campaign to to raise money, raise funds for that. She she goes all over the country, and uh, you know on on the anniversary of Mark's death, um, you know she she reminds everybody about all the heroes. But uh, it was also the date that that. Helicopter with about 30 Americans. I think there were 28, 27 to 28 Navy SEALs, uh, Air Force PJ, and two Air Force combat controllers. Um, they were shot down because the plane that was in the air and saw the 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 enemy on the ground and, and asked permission, had to ask permission all the way back to Washington, and they had to ask the the lawyers in Washington for permission to shoot it. Because that's what you had to do. I don't know, maybe you still have to. I don't know if those rules changed with Trump or not. I thought they did. I think they did. But maybe not. I, I I don't know. I haven't heard, you know, big issues about that. Trump kind of fixed it. But before him, those rules of engagement... That prevented us from just following what we knew was the right thing to do. They they would have shot those enemies down with those RPGs, and 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 they would have prevented the destroying of Extortion 17 and all those American heroes, and and we, we I, I, there's so many other examples of that i mean I, I don't even know how to talk through this is it you know when i when i talk about politics you know the border issue but when I, I can you know i can just go on and on we start talking about the deaths of americans when you start talking about rules of engagement that tie our hands behind our backs prevent us from winning wars you got to remember they kill Americans, they take our lives. They take our lives. They kill us. That's, you know, I understand the burn pits. I understand Agent Orange. I get it. I get it. I've, I've, you know, had it with that. I understand it. I go to the VA. I get taken care of. I understand it. But I don't think that we understand that there are so many issues that we have. If you can advocate for, for the, the military, that's great. I'm all for it. I don't care if it's John Stewart. I don't care if it's whoever the lefty is. And there's plenty of them that say really good things about the military that go on USO tours. And I, God bless every one of them. But don't get down in the mud pits, in the swamp, in the sewers with the politicians. Don't. I think we've seen too much of this in, in the last, I don't know how long. I don't know why these politicians need to, to, to get into this, the political arena. Run for office. That's fine. Make your donations. I get it. But when you advocate for issues... And, and you use that advocating for political benefits of one side or the other. You're distorting everything. And like I said, I don't know if we can understand or discern, you know, truth from lies. What's distortion from what's real and honest and pure? I, and, and not that everything, you know, has to be that way. Perception is reality. It's not the truth. There's a truth out there. Yes, there is. But our perception is our reality. And I get that. And that's why, you know, I don't want to go bashing Jon Stewart the way he's bashing Republicans. It's not right. I'm assuming the best in human beings. That Jon Stewart is purely advocating and doesn't realize that he's crossed the line. And he's done something that steals, not represents me, You've taken my, what I've done, me, I'm personalizing this. And I can't speak for other vets. I can make an assumption that many other vets feel the same way, but that's their time to step up. I can only talk for me. You're stealing what I did, my service to this country, my experience in the military, my, you know, membership in these organizations that you say you represent? I, I don't know that these, rep- that these organizations would say the things that you're saying. You think you're speaking for them because they're behind you. I don't assume that. So yes, we want the PACT Act done. We want a lot of things done. We want a lot of things done. Are we gonna throw the full weight of, of, all these, of, of all these military organizations, you know, VFW, American Legion, AMVETS, and whoever else is out there behind somebody standing up in front of America and saying, hey, I want to fix this, that, and the other thing, and I want open borders, and we want open borders, at what point do we say enough? At what point do we say stop? I think these organizations need to step up when when they see one of their advocates using us as a battering ram for any political party or for any anybody running for office. Advocate is advocate. It's being positive about what you're trying to promote. It's not bashing and being negative. That's not advocation. Okay? That's 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 just not. So again, I, I don't. This is this is going to be signed this week. I hope it's signed. You know where that four hundred billion is earmarked towards what it's there for, burn pit issues, and if it's not needed for burn pit issues, take it out, remove it, or whatever their fights about. Maybe John Stewart won the day, and you know his promotion, whatever he's doing out there, is going to work. And it'll just sign it as is. I think that'd be a shame. And I think if it is done that way, John should be ashamed of himself. He probably won't be. (laughs) I'm sure he won't be. But then again, you never know. Maybe, like I said, he didn't realize that, you know, he's he's doing something he shouldn't be doing. Um, We're leaving. (laughs) Leaving on a fast motorcycle. And I'm excited about it. Going to head the sturgis uh, I'm I'm excited about being there every year I'm always excited about being there and um, you know I, I'm 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 really hoping that that I can do the podcast from well I'm sure I'll be able to do it I I'm, I'm 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 angling doing it today early in the week so I could get one more in before we leave and again Rolling with New York Mike. Yeah, I want to emphasize that. Um, Changed the name. You know, we we, we went out and had a lot of people send out um, letters to different organizations. And and I thanked my friends. um, Letters asking them to subscribe to Roll Right Radio. And we got, you know, a great response. But some people did note that they felt that Roll Right Radio might be, um, the the, the name has a connotation of maybe much too far right an organization than something they'd support. So I get it, I get it. I don't want to exclude anybody from, you know, my podcast. I don't want to make Democrats, liberals, left-wingers, anybody feel like, you know, I don't want them to be intimidated or feel. Yeah, yeah, I I am very conservative. I am, uh, but I I try to be respectful to everybody, and I and I listen to everybody's comments. I get I get lefties that comment to me. I do, and um, I I don't have to. Again, I I don't have to agree with somebody, and I don't need. If I disagree, to be disagreeable, I try to disagree. If I do. In a respectful way, and a way that you know maybe my and and <laughs> i I did have a conversation <laughs> with a progressive listener who I know who um we a, a private conversation and you know we were talking about what's going on in the country and I, and i I said something I don't want to say something I shouldn't have said something that maybe i i I don't put out. On the podcast, and I don't know that I should. Um, I'm an advocate for America for the success of America, and I I think Donald Trump was a godsend, and I I think that you know you know after after seeing what's happened in the last two years with Biden and the left wing and the Democrats that we could look back and go, oh my God, what what did we not appreciate? We had so much. And at the same time, it worries me. It worries me a lot that Republicans are complacent. It worries me a lot that we might not win and as much back and take back the streets of America. Take it back from the criminals who are running amok because of the Democrats. Yeah, it's their policies. They're the ones with the what? No cash bail, let them out in the street, let them do it again. Calling all the riots after the the George Floyd murder, and sure he was murdered, but he was also he was also a drug using criminal, and so they, they just allowed all this destruction, all the way through, you know, Minneapolis and Seattle and Portland, all over the country, burning and burning down. The, I mean, they they allowed that all to happen, and I I, I I think that it's it's a horror story, and we need to fix it, and the only thing that's going to fix it is a, I think, a veto-proof Republican Congress, like the Republicans or not like the Republicans. They're they're the ones that could bring back law and order and and that infrastructure of agreement between Americans that we all have. we could disagree with each other, but we're all gonna we're gonna drive on the right side of the road. We're gonna, you know, kind of sort of obey the speed limit to whatever is reasonable, okay? You know, and and we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna stop at stop signs and red lights. Wait, I mean, this is this is th- that fabric is eroding, eroding. It's it, the threads are being stripped away, and when it comes apart. It's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. When we finally see it for what it is, a, a ripping apart of the whole infrastructure, that whole agreement that we have. And I, I honestly believe that if we don't give the Republicans a veto-proof majority, a total mandate to fix this broken country right now, I, I'm very concerned that it's it's over for... The America we know. I think the gains that the left wing has made under, under Biden is incredible, especially given what we see that Biden's done. The inflation. We're in a recession, Damn it, It's a recession. You don't want to call her. Janice Yellen, the Secretary of Treasury, is going to sit there and look you in the eyeballs and say we're not in a recession. She's just lying through her teeth. So is Joe Biden. So is all the rest of them. Say it like it is. This is this is we, 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 this got this has got to be fixed. And if we're going to allow that, okay, yeah, we we might get a majority in the House, but we need the veto-proof of majority. We do. That's it. And we better get it. And we better have a, a a sense of urgency. Something that makes us say, damn it, we better get out there. Because my belief, and I and I said this okay, to a progressive friend, eyeball to eyeball, in person, I said, I, th- I think it's all over for America. I think if you get your way, if your people get what you want, we're done. So you could do whatever you want to do. We have a shot. You know, we have a chance. But if, if we can't take, take back this country, really take back this country the House of Representatives, and the Senate. What happens in two years, I, I, I don't think it's going to be fixable. I really don't. I think the damage that's done um, with, with our foreign policy is, I, 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 right now it's repairable, yeah, it's not too late, but I think in another two years of this, and giving Biden free reign to do what he's doing, they're pulling the wool over our eyes. The Republicans are fools. They're, they're si- they've signed They signed that infrastructure bill. They they signed that CHIP bill. Now they're, now they're signing this other uh, build-better or whatever they want to call it, inflation reduction bill. Yeah, why? Because Joe Manchin all of a sudden turned around and said, oh, yeah, this is good. It was, you know, trillions. Now it's now $850 billion. It's fine. It's not fine. It's bad. It's really bad. And raising taxes, you know... The Republicans defeated George George H W Bush. Remember, even after he won that the war, Desert Storm, he came back. He was a hero. Boom. Two years later, they defeated him. They defeated him. Why? Because he had said when somebody said he said no new taxes, and somebody said, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna raise taxes," blah 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 blah. He says, "Read my lips, no new taxes." And then after the war. He had to raise taxes. It was a reasonable thing to do. He raised taxes, and the Republicans brought in Bill Clinton. Hello, that's what you did, Republicans. <laughs> that's exactly what you did. Yep, you, you, you cut your nose to spite your face. That's what you did, and, and I don't want to see that happen again, but here, here come the Republicans. Raising taxes, they defeated, they self-defeated George H.W. Bush. <laughs> In my head, I'm thinking, you know, Winston Churchill basically won World War II, and then the British voted him out right afterwards. It's amazing. It's just amazing. So, we, we, obviously, H.W. Bush, Donald Trump, come on. This is where we are, and I'm very concerned. And, yes... If we let this go unabated, I honestly believe it's all over for America. I don't like saying that. That's not where I want to be. I'm a, I'm a optimistic guy who likes to think positively, and I'm aggressively positive. But, but uh, if, if yep, I'm, I'll say it. I said it. I, you know, I've said it from time to time in person, but I'll say it here. Do I think that's going to happen? No, really, I do think we're going to find that we're going to find that sense of urgency. I think we really are going to, going to you know rally every Republican out there. We're going to be banging on doors, walking the streets, doing everything we have to do to make sure that we get every single vote we can to make sure that we get every every Republican elected nationwide in Georgia or in. In, in Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania, in Florida, in Texas. I think it's going to happen. I really, really do. But I don't even want to think any more about what would happen if it doesn't happen because it's, it's, that's it. So I, I, I just wanted to add that because there are progressives out there that n- need to hear just how important I think it is that you get to understand that we can't be, we can't be teaching our kids. And in and, and kindergarten, even in the sixth grade, seventh grade, can't be teaching our kids that they could just, maybe they want to, you know, they might prefer a different gender. Oh yeah, go do, there's a lot of that going on. We've got to be more cognizant of teaching these kids the education they need, the basics, reading, writing, arithmetic. We need to do it, and yes, honest history, but not CRT, not, not critical race theory, we're not a racist country, we're a country to be proud of, and, 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 and this, is, this is important every, right now and every day, and we're finding out more and more, we don't even understand the depths of which the education system has brought down the, the level of pride in America. Of our children, of a whole generation of children, we we this has got to be fixed. And if if people have different thoughts about these things, we got to be able to talk about it honestly and openly. We we can't be too you know timid and t- be too afraid of going to be called a racist because I think it's hogwash and disgusting when 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 you say that that we have or I have white privilege. That's as racist as it gets. We need to be able to talk about it without saying that we're racist because, because we, don't, we don't think we have white privilege. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I said it again. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? So I'm going to get one more podcast in this week, I hope. If not, I, I g- give me comments. on rolling with New York Mike. I like it. A lot of other people like it. And so that's what we are. This is the first official Rolling with New York Mike podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey, you still subscribe. Please get out there and subscribe to Rolling with New York Mike. It doesn't cost anything. It's easy to do, and it means a lot to me and this podcast and everybody who puts, who puts their shoulder to the wheel to make this happen. I'm New York Mike. This is Rolling with New York Mike. Thanks for being there. Thanks for listening to the Rolling with New York Mike podcast. Listen, follow, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts to keep the podcast rolling.